What's going on, everybody? You're listening to I Think I Know Basketball on the Big Heads Media Network. I'm your boy, Keese. I'm your boy, Kyrie. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you engage with us on Twitter, Facebook, IG to continue the conversation and let us know what you think, because we think we know basketball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. We finally got here. The NBA Finals are set, and it is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Everyone had that one on their card, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you lied. Oh, you know me. You know me. I've been, I've been rooting for the Suns since the bubble and the undefeated season in the bubble last year. So I knew the Suns were going to take it. You know what I'm saying? I may have said a few times throughout the season that the Lakers were probably going to make it, but I never lost faith in the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I mean, we were both kind of on that, you know, because it's the defending champs and they have LeBron. Like, so, I mean, it's it's not something that you expect, you know, for them to go out in the first round. But look who they went out in the first round to, the team that ended up in the NBA Finals. So, you know, there it is. Um, and you know what this means, right? You know, the, the fact that the, the Suns made it to the Finals, it means that the great Jay Crowder has led another team to a late playoff run, man. This is two straight NBA finals for this man. I mean, just you put it, put him on a team and they're making the playoffs and making a deep postseason run. Cause it's like, it's like, why do teams keep letting them go? They gotta just keep. He is, he is the key. He is the key to making, you know, the NBA playoffs and, and making, you know, noise down the stretch. And, you know, apparently, I mean, two straight NBA finals. I mean, he's basically LeBron now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Also, just kidding, right? The big story here is that it's CP3's first NBA Finals, man. But also, don't forget, it's Giannis's first Finals, too. Though, we're going to talk about it. I mean, how much is he actually going to play? Um, so, let's get into it a little bit. You know, this is this is an interesting matchup that, you know, you you asked this question. Let me, let me flip it on you real quick, and then I'll answer it myself. Um... Did you see this one coming? Like, is this a this a finals matchup that you could have predicted? Well, once the Brooklyn Nets players got injured in the playoffs and they was out, I started to really just kind of go with the Atlanta Hawks because that was the team that I was saying has a shot in the dark. They have a Cinderella yeah. story. But I was kind of going with them in the East since the playoffs started. But the Milwaukee Bucks just seemed to be healthy all the way up until the Eastern Conference Finals. So I got, at that point, it was kind of inevitable. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think that when it when it came to the Bucks, and, and I mean we we talked about this last round that I thought they had the more experienced team. I mean, I really like the Hawks and I think they're gonna be back. You know, they're definitely gonna be back. Um, especially since you 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 take into account that, you know, Cam Reddish, you know, didn't really come alive there until the, the end of the series. Um, you know, and kind of supported Trey Young. They didn't even have DeAndre Hunter, you know, their other young explosive guard. So I think once you get those guys. You know, rolling again, I, I think it's going to be, you know, a real good team next year. So, um, you know, I think they'll be back. But I think the Bucks, right, you know, with with Giannis, with Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, um, Brooke Lopez, you know, had, had some big moments in this one. And then this well-rounded bench that they've got. I just thought that they had, you know, more experience and were probably, you know, a bit better off this time around. Um, to take that series and and you know it and it worked out that way even after Giannis got hurt, right? You think about that. This series was tied two two, and Giannis didn't play those last two games. 
and and Milwaukee won anyway. Atlanta ran out of firepower. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what it came down to. Atlanta ran out of firepower. I felt that Trey Young was a bad matchup for any team he was going to play against. But once you put Drew Holiday on him, bigger guard, that's going to give him a little bit more physicality. And the pick and roll's not necessarily working the way that it was against all the other teams. It, it kind of slowed the whole that whole thing down. And the Bucks just clamped down defensively, really. I mean, that's really what it was. Even without Giannis, I mean, they're just they're just a longer team than yeah. the Hawks. Yeah, and, and I think that people underestimate that part, right? You know, so when you look at this this series coming up right now, you have, you know, in an elite, you know. A pretty elite guard matchup going on, right? You have you have Chris Paul versus Drew Holiday, Devin Booker versus Chris Middleton. Obviously, like in terms of star power, right? You give the the edge to the Suns, right? Um, but you look at the Bucks, and and you got two really good two way guards. You know what I mean? Like like guys that are they're, they're both they're both big, they're strong. You know, Chris Middleton's got a lot of length, right? And you know he's the kind of guy that can you know give. Devin Booker some problems, but uh, you know you also have other defenders that can switch on to those guys, and so you can throw kind of waves at them, right? And so I think that you know, the Bucks are, are very well equipped to win this finals. Um, at the same time, I, I think that what we saw from the Suns is that they number one are going after every single loose ball, right? DeAndre Ayton, I was really impressed by his offensive rebounding in the series. I mean, you know, he didn't have like the crazy point games or, or whatever, but his, his presence on the interior and just creating extra opportunities for his team was outstanding. You have Cameron Payne, who has been, I mean, he, he has been arguably the player of this playoffs, like, like the, the, the non-star player, right, of this playoffs. The way that he's come off the bench and relieved CP3, whether you know CP3 was hurt or just just coming in, you know, as as a normal substitute, he's been incredible. This dude was in China last year, and now he's playing a significant role for a Finals team. There's so many players in this in this in this Finals that are just getting their first shot, and it, that's kind of the beauty of this NBA Finals and this playoffs run without a lot of the stars. Um, even though a lot of them was out unfortunately due to injury, but. We're seeing a lot of players get their first shot, and we're gonna see a different level of of play, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they've had their shot to try to get there the last three years, and they didn't really get there. But now they're there. Do you think that they're gonna slack any moment? No, I don't think that they are. I think that they're gonna go out there and they're gonna really try to capitalize on this opportunity. But at the same time, when you look at the Phoenix Suns, I was watching a Devin Booker interview, you know, him pre-finals, um, talking about, you know, what he's expecting and stuff and what he learned from that that series against the Lakers. And when they, you know, they lost those two games against the Lakers and how they realized, like, it was a, it's a different, a different type of energy that they needed to have if they really wanted to win a championship. Not even a series, but the championship. And I, I also remember Chris Paul talking about Devin Booker being an old soul and watching a lot of tape and stuff like that. That makes me believe that this whole Phoenix Suns team has a mindset of we're going to do whatever it takes to win. And they understand that they're younger. And that's why I was talking about the chemistry earlier. They have a different type of chemistry than the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks are more 
of a veteran team. The Phoenix Suns are more of a young team with their one vet who's just now getting his first shot. So they want to win it for him. It's 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 the, the whole energy and dynamic around this whole series is, is pretty dope. Yeah, and, and and I think that, you know, just overall, right, you know, there, there's that aspect of it. And I think just generally, even if Giannis is back, I mean, Giannis might tip them, you know, over the top maybe in, in most situations, but I don't know that he's that guy right now because of his injury. So he's doubtful for game one with this knee injury that he suffered in the last round. Um, and it, it it might not be like a full-on Kawhi situation where he was just out. And, and honestly, none of us expected him to play at all because especially once that news came out about it being maybe an ACL injury, it's like, no way, he's not playing. Like, you can go ahead and you can list his status every game if you want, but you're tripping. He's not going to play. I feel like with Giannis, they said there was no structural damage. I would have to think there's a little something in there, right? And so I think that if he comes back, he's not going to be this super elite, super explosive player that he normally is. So I feel like his overall value might be diminished. Um, we'll see what happens if he does end up playing. Without him, I feel like this is an extremely balanced series, all things considered. Um, and so I, I think it is going to be really interesting because you have two good overall teams like you might have the two best just just straight up overall team aspect kind, kind of things of any of any two teams that you possibly could have had match up here I mean you could make an argument for the Jazz but I think they also got exposed a little bit um, for being you know kind of more reliant on Donovan Mitchell than they wanted to admit um, whereas I feel like these two teams like they've shown that it, it could be anybody on any given night, it could be a bench dude. It could be Chris Middleton. It could be Giannis. It could be Drew Holiday, right? And then yep. on the other side, you had Devin Booker drop a 40-point triple-double in game one of the Western Conference Finals, and then he had a bit of a tougher time. And then, you know, again, it, it was it was bench guys. It was Cameron Payne. Then CP3 closes it out with 41 points. Like, it's going to be a real good series, man. It's definitely going to be a really good series. Um yeah, I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> well, well, let, well let, let's ask the question then. Who do you think wins this? I think the Suns win in six. Mm, interesting. What, 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 are you, like, what are you thinking there? I think that Devin Booker and Chris Paul are definitely going to show up and do exactly what they're supposed to do in the NBA Finals. I don't think that Chris Paul is going to let this moment pass him, and I don't think that Devin Booker is going to let this shot pass him. I think that he wants to be known as a guy, as a guy, who's going to be winning multiple championships and a winner in his career and separate himself from the other people. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And Chris Paul wants to cement his legacy. I think somebody like Giannis in the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis is going to have more shots at trying to get a championship with him just being the, the, the player that he is, um, where he goes and stuff like that. But for Chris Paul, this is like it. And I don't think Devin Booker wants to go join super teams and stuff. So I, I really feel like the Phoenix Suns are going to win this. You know what? I, it's tough because I I think that again there's this part of me that wants to go with a veteran team like the Bucks, right? And both teams have really good benches, right? You know they they have they have very good bench units, guys who can come in and knock down shots. And Chris Middleton is no joke, 
right? Like, I, I feel like, you know, he gets ragged on a lot because people, you know, he, he's talked about as a star, but, you know, he's not always dropping, you know, 30, 40 points. But when they needed him to, to be big, he was big in this in this last series. Um, and Drew Holiday isn't necessarily like a like a superstar, right? But he's a very good player in this league and, you know, on both ends of the floor. So I, with that being said, I think that as it's constructed right now, um, this this is me thinking that Giannis probably like does like plays part of the series, but you know is obviously not able to play the whole thing. I think that the Suns then are probably the team I'm looking for, and in particular, I think, and this is me putting it out there because I I saw this last series, I could see it again that this could be game one could be a Devin Booker game, like that he shows up on this level he's feeling confident and he just starts letting it go. And maybe you see another, another 30 or 40 piece from Devin Booker tonight to get it started off. And that, you know, if he's feeling it, that Chris Paul's not going to try and be like, no, it's my turn to go get 40. He's just going to feed him. He's definitely just going to feed him. And it's going to be amazing to watch. And that's why I can't wait to watch it. And these are the reasons why, I mean, I don't think that the Bucks have anything, any answers for that, that they, they don't. There's nothing that the Bucks are going to be able to do for a Chris Paul, or I mean, for Devin Booker just getting on fire. Well, the the only answer they would have is that if Chris Middleton does the same, right? And he's shown that he has, again, he's shown that he has that capability, that he can go off as well. I think that, again, though, if you're putting, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks and you're putting this finals on Chris Middleton's shoulders, then I think that, the, the Suns definitely have the advantage. You know what I mean? As, as much as, as I think that Chris Middleton is a really good player. I, I just don't, he's, he's not the, the best player on a finals champion to me. Um, and if the Bucks end up proving me wrong, it's going to be, you know, probably more so because of the bench play than perhaps Chris Middleton being, you know, amazing. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And if Chris Middleton does have one of those games, I, I still, I still feel that it's not enough. It won't be enough for the Milwaukee Bucks. They need Giannis. They need a full strength Giannis to be able to beat this Phoenix Suns teams. I'm just going to come out and say it. The Milwaukee Bucks are not going to beat the Phoenix Suns if they don't have a 100% Giannis on the You know, that's, that's, that's a thousand percent fair. And that, and again, yeah, that's what I'm saying too, because I think that, this is this is exactly why this this is what star players, you know, this is where they really come out right here. Like, yeah, in, in a seven game series, you can have bench guys or, you know, unsung heroes come in and make amazing plays and have big games. Right. And, and this is where, like, you look at somebody like a Cameron Payne, who has been incredible throughout these playoffs. Like this is another stage in which he could be huge, right? His, his confidence has been just unbelievable throughout these playoffs. And, and I, and I think that, you know, you can, you have room for guys like that to be big again, like, you know, like a, like a Pat Connaughton or something like that coming in and hitting big shots off the bench or a Bobby Portis, you know, or something like that, making big plays like on, on the, on the Bucks side, right? You, you have room for that. But again, there's only five dudes on the court at a given time. And when you have a, you know, the two-time MVP who, you know, is, is potentially not a hundred percent. I mean, that's a huge deal. You know what I mean? Because, because again, I feel like the Suns 
as good as they are. If if this was a, a healthy Giannis, that's a real tough matchup for the Suns. And, and there's a part of me that, that wonders how much they have to deal with with that. But it's not going to be 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. So I really feel like without Giannis being at this 100%, like – it's going to be up in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's different when they're playing against the Atlanta Hawks and they don't have Giannis. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a little different. The, the Atlanta Hawks are not as experienced as the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are, are they may not have been this far, but they have players on their team that have done it. You know what I'm saying? And have done it multiple times. Chris Paul, Jay Crowder. And, and they respect these players. So I don't think that, you know, their leader's not Trey Young, a young, a young, inexperienced guard in the playoffs. Their leader is Chris Paul, somebody who's been there before, who's just now getting the shot. And I don't think that they're going to let this opportunity slip up with the Bucs not having Giannis. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I think that they're yeah. going to jump all over this opportunity and try to go up, you know, 1-2-0, or whatever they got to do without Giannis and force the Bucks to have to really make a choice on if Giannis is going to come back at 80%, 75%, something like KD with the Warriors that year and just try to do anything he can to, to, to disrupt what the Suns are doing. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's a great point because Chris Paul, you know, with, with the, you talked about the bubble team last year with the Suns and how they went nine and oh, and they still missed the playoffs because they were too far out of the picture and everything. They didn't get the help they needed. But I think that adding Chris Paul, this is what it's all about because they still have a really young roster, all things considered, right? They still have one of the younger rosters in the league. But what you did was not just add a guy who can, you know, score and is still one of the, you know, best point guards in the league probably when he's healthy right one of the greatest point guards of all time but what you also did was add a veteran who even if he's not been in the nba finals before he has been in the playoffs so often in his career he's seen so much basketball right like for for him it'll it'll be exciting there will be goosebumps and all that but at some point like this game is just going to be regular to chris paul and if they go up you know, one oh two oh in this series, it to to me that's borderline a wrap. Like I, I feel, I feel like you never want to say you know say it too early, right? Because obviously the Bucks could you know come back and tie it up two two, and we could be just like where we where we were last series, right? Two two, and you're going into a pivotal game five and all that, and then we see you know what happens when push comes to shove. But I feel like the Suns going up two zero in this series, especially without a healthy Giannis. Chris Sons Paul, and four. Sons and four. <laughs> Chris Paul isn't about to let this team get too confident and and treat their opponent lightly. He's not going to do that. He's going to tell them to step on their on their necks and finish them off, right? And and they have and they have other guys on like Devin Booker's not going to take them lightly either. He's going to want to finish them off too, right? They have a collective mentality as a team. They are focused. Okay, they're driven. They're not screwing around. No, that's what I'm saying. They, I think that they're 100% aware that this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the type of team that's built to be a contender year in and year out. We're not looking at them how we look at the Bucs. You know, we may talk about the Bucs and say, hey, they may not have as much pressure on them, but there's definitely pressure for them to make the playoffs and be a contender. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not win the whole thing. There wasn't really that much pressure 
on the Suns to even be a contender in the Western Conference, in the NBA at all. So the fact that they're in the Western Conference Finals with a, a, a player like Devin Booker, who Chris Paul, you know, who's the old guy calling Devin Booker the young soul, I think that they are 100% aware of the moment in front of them, and they are not mesmerized by the moment. They're going to go out there, and they're going to try their best to capture it and own it. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, that's that's part of why I think we're about to see a big time game from Devin Booker tonight to just be like, yo, let me just set the record straight. You know, y'all might be thinking, you know, that I'm not ready for this. I'm 24 years old, you know, what have you. And he's just going to be like, nah, man, like we're going to go ahead and we're going to nip that in the bud right now. and We're going to go heavy. So that's how I think it's going to happen. Yeah, man. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Of I think I know basketball. You know what I'm saying? This is like our second to last episode for season two. Oh my you know what goodness. I'm saying? Look at us, man. Two seasons in. You know, we gotta we gotta make some decisions on if we're gonna do some one-offs during the summer. You know what I'm saying? I got some ideas that I want to run by you. You know, maybe if you know for the people out there listening, if you have any ideas for us to do some things over the summer, you can, you know, email us or write us in. You know, the emails in our links on our social media and stuff on I think I know basketball. Absolutely, man. Yeah, hit us up with some stuff. Cause I know last year during the pandemic, you know, we did some like classic games and whatnot. Like let, let us know if you want us to do stuff like that. You know, if you want to do in uh, if you want us to do any kind of other stuff, like we are completely open to that. Hit us up. We will be asking you guys on social media. All right. I'm your boy, Keese. I'm your boy, Kyrie. Let's see what happens. 